there comes a time when we heed a certain call when the world must come together as one there are people dying Twelve forty-two. Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez back at Mile High Sports Radio's ninety-one FM, and uh, we just want to say what a wonderful show it's been on this Father's Day. Once again, Happy Father's Day to all our friends, family, sponsors. God bless you and your family as you unite this on this is like day. Cherry on top of a Sunday. Well, it is because you know we we met Keith Lewis Jr. Uh, about four years ago at the No Fly Zone Skills Camp. And right then and there, I still got my bracelet. I wear it with pride that mm-hmm. says, I'm a father first. And as a father of four children, you know, I look up and I've followed Keith on social media as you have for the past few years. And his foundation is just doing stuff really big. I mean, uh, he's so involved in the community. He's feeding people. He's getting people involved in so many ways. And uh, he's had a big event coming up here with us on July 11th. Alexander Johnson, our good friend Dino, yeah. who uh, likes to kind of make life miserable for uh, NFL ball carriers and receivers, but boy, he's making life wonderful for so many people who will be involved in this That's event. Right, we want to bring on Keith Lewis Jr. at this time and say good morning, Keith. And I'm a father first, man. Four years ago when we met, you know, it, it was just kind of in a process. And now I look at what you're doing, man, and it's big. It's It's really big. First of all, Happy Father's Day to you, of course. And you just made such an impact on so many men's life. I want to say thank you. How has this evolved since the last time we saw you? It is out of control. Good morning, America, the Today Show. What's going on, man? And God bless you, and welcome to the program. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much. And you're right. You you met us at the very beginning of this. I mean, we, we weren't even a legitimate 501c3 when you guys met us back in, uh, what was that, 2017, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Regis High School. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, yeah, we started the organization, um, and, you know, I was working with Ezekiel Elliott that year for his draft year, and I told his dad, Stacy Elliott, I said, you know, I'm going to make, I'm a father first, you know, my biggest priority. And, you know, I actually said my biggest client at the time, and he said, what do you mean? And I said, I'm going to use all my creativity and my strategy and my, you know, branding skills to bring to the forefront of the fathers. You know, like today, everybody's talking about how we don't really get anything. And I don't even want to focus on that. I want to focus on what people like yourself are doing, allowing me, you know, an opportunity to speak on your platform because it's big. You know, we can't count on the things that don't happen. We can only focus on the things that do so, yeah, you know, how it's evolved is incredible, man. You know, we were able to be blessed with over a million dollars in donations last year during the pandemic. So, you know, one thing the pandemic brought forth was people understanding the need for good people like ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, it was just crazy, man. I mean, we literally in 2019, guys, our 990, you know, for those that don't know, that's what you file for your nonprofit, was $11,500. You know, I'll never forget that. My first check from a school was $1,000 in 2019. In September of 2019, we got $1,000, and I was so grateful. And by the time May had come, we'd raised over a million dollars. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's an incredible leap of faith that we took, and it's an incredible amount of blessings that came with it. So we're grateful. 
And uh, good afternoon, Mr. Lewis. Uh, this is Alex Ramirez. You and I have been going back and forth, and I just want to say happy Father's Day to you. And this is awesome. It happens to be on Father's Day. Uh, so I want to say thank you for that. Uh, the goal of I Am a Father First is to rebrand the man in every way. The vision is simple. Get more men involved in homes with their children. In our society, it's far too commonplace to see a single parent of a household be absentee, incarcerated, or even deceased fathers. We must change the narrative. We want to create a new vision for the role of our families, especially in your home bases in Atlanta, I believe. So um, yes, you have a book also that came out, The New Norm, and you can get that book at uh, KeithLewisJr.com. Yeah. But let's talk about that, about I'm a father first and how we want to rebrand and empower the male uh, male figure. And not only that, I'm a Latino. Joe's Italian, so we're all minorities here. Yeah. here. So we're all talking in the same exactly. language. Can you elaborate a little bit more about rebranding the actual the man in the, house, in the home, please? Yeah, well, you know, it's crazy, you know, because Alex, when we met, it was when we were doing the no-fly zone camp. Correct. And I was spending all my time branding athletes, man. Um, you know, being from the inner city, just as you guys have the honor and privilege to work with these superstar athletes, it was, it was just a humbling thing for me, right? But because I had experienced so much life before I got into that part of my career, it was really still like, man, I got so much other things I need to use my skill set for. And I remember one day I was in the shower that year. I was flown high because I had Ezekiel Elliott as a client. I had, you know, Bud Dupree was working with him. And I was feeling good. It wasn't a down moment. But when I was taking my shower, God spoke to me and he said, you know, I gave you this gift to rebrand man, not to focus on celebrity. So, you know, when I heard his voice so clear, you know, I was like, man, I got to lock in on that. And it became a tagline, rebrand the man. So for us, it started with simple things like we used to do a King Talk call, six in the morning. And, you know, that's like my our, our moms used to do prayer calls and things like that. So I was just following a blueprint that was already in front of me. We were doing a 6 a.m. call. I did that for like a year. And as you guys know, doing media, man, salute to you guys because the, the, the professionalism you guys have and the efficiency and how you even reached out to me for AJ's camp, that's how, you know, brotherhoods are formed, right? So we're teaching brothers to act the same way we naturally act. You know, we naturally uplift each other. You and your partner, Joe, have been so, you know, embracing of what we do. So we use our branding skill set from from working with athletes, and we did it for men. Last summer we gave a lot of men free photo shoots. You know, these things, as you know, can cost a couple hundred dollars up to a couple thousand, depending on the quality of photographer. So we wanted to give men free photo shoots. We did their bios if they needed one. We put together media kits just as if they were a star athlete because a lot of men needed a resume to go get a job. So basically for us, rebranding the man is communication, dialogue, such as King Talk, workshops, and then we even have a curriculum that Atlanta Public Schools purchased that we're looking to take nationwide, you know. So that curriculum is called the new norm, King Talk. And the new norm for us is collaboration over competition. It's us doing these things, man, that we do. So the autograph signing, it's for Alexander. It's for going back to camp. But Ray and Savvy Event Centers and Gala Commercial, they, they're allowing us to bring I'm a Father First up there. So we're hoping that you guys can be our partner with that as well because it is about minorities. It is about us claiming our own stake in society 
and making sure we can provide our children with top-level camps, top-level training. So whether it's academic or sports, the young men get an opportunity to excel in life. Well, let me say this. First of all, we're, we're honored and proud to be part of it. You know, I'm a military man. I, I lived in a oh, mel- yeah. I lived in a mel- melting pot. I understand the community because a lot of the military, the the kids got left behind by a lot of the dads in the community. You know, I was a young man then. I didn't know what being a dad was like. My first son, right. I was not a father. I may have provided financially, and don't get me wrong, I love each one of my children. But I have a thirty year old, a twenty eight year old, a seventeen year old, and a six year old. So I've been blessed mm-hmm. to live through different periods of time and see me evolve and grow as a father. And I'm guaranteeing you I'm the best father, a 50 times better father at 54 than I was at 24 when I had my first child. Talk about the evolution of men because a lot of this is on themselves. Yes, you set the table, but they need to really get involved with the program. Talk about accountability because you preach accountability in, in all fathers, period. Yeah, I mean, accountability is actually one of the pillars um, that I focus on um, in a curriculum that we wrote for the school system, as well as in my book, The New Norm, The Desensitization of the Black Family. You know, so when you speak of accountability, even that word, right, desensitization, God gave me that word. I didn't even know what the hell it meant, guys. But what happened was I was seeing so many families broke up, as Alex, or, um, you said, that so many people are in single-parent households right. that even on today you have women who congratulate each other saying happy Father's Day. That's correct. That lets you know how desensitized we are as a people, right? Because even if there is a single father, we're not going to go out here saying happy Mother's Day to each other. So yeah. right now I just feel like in accountability, men need to be more accountable, but society as a whole, because we act like men don't have feelings. And see, with me, I come from the street culture. You know, I've been shot twice. I've been to prison. So before this sports stuff, I had a life in the inner city of Atlanta trying to learn how to survive, right? So I've worked with gangsters. I've worked with athletes. I've worked with regular men. We all hurt. We all cry. We all have fears and insecurities. So for me, accountability is holding your brother accountable because you said the key thing. At 54, you're a way better father than you were at 24. You know, my oldest two children were born when I was 22 or 23 and then 26 or so. And, man, I wasn't equipped. But, guys, what, what I wanted to make my legacy look like is helping to create a blueprint for fatherhood and then family. Because we always say the cop out. There ain't no blueprint for this. You know, there's no right or wrong. But the reality of it is, is why isn't there a blueprint? Because there's a person like Keith who grew up in his way. There's a person like Alex. There's a person like Joe. We all grew up in different ways, and we all have something to offer. But what if we took that same energy that we spend on our brand, those countless hours working on on things for Bud Dupree or working on things for the camp? But what if we spent that time to build a framework for our communities? then we wouldn't be so hell-bent on what is the government doing, what are what is what is whoever doing. We will be able to control the narrative. So I think accountability is us having this conversation, but then by the time we're there on July 11th, we already have some type of framework. We can't spend thousands of dollars for autograph signings that go away in three hours and not spend that same type of intentionality to change the narrative in the community. 
So that's kind of what I look at accountability as. Speak up and keep up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I got some kids that are now in high school that were at that camp, and they're always reminding me how – it's really impacted their, their 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 careers when it comes to this football. But what we what we need to do is really authenticate the efforts to change the lives and eradicate social economic barriers in underserved and underrepresented uh, communities. That's what it's about. And what I, I you know it's weird, Keith, because I hardly ever watch any TV. Which and I and I I was flipping through the channels one morning, and I saw uh, Robin Roberts and Al Roker uh, on Good Morning America talking about meals of love in Atlanta. You guys were serving. You guys yeah. served over two hundred and twenty-five thousand meals during a pandemic to families that were in need that could not eat. They didn't have groceries. I mean, everybody was hurting for something. And you out, you out, you went out there and walked the walk and talked the talk and showed. You know, you were doing God's work, man. You were feeding people that needed yeah. it the most. And I just, I tipped my hat on you on that. And I was like, man, that's my boy Keith Lewis. He's on Good Morning yeah. America. I was so hyped up, man. But I just want to tip my hat yeah, to you, man. man. That was love. awesome. Yeah, no, nah, it was crazy because, like, how that started, I literally was headed to Houston. And um, and just to be transparent, man, I'm, I had probably under $100 to my name at the time, guys. You know, I have, you know, things I could have sold, as we call them, assets. But I literally was broke. And I remember going, you know, to Houston, and I was asking God, because this when the pandemic was starting. I was asking God, like, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? What is my next move? And then on the way back, a high school classmate tagged me on Facebook and said, hey, anybody know any families that need food? And she tagged me. So instead of just serving the families, I contacted the principal. So any nonprofits that are listening, always make sure you tap into your executive. A lot of times we don't want to go that high up because we feel like the red tape is going to stop us. But that's where your resources lie. Because what happened was the former superintendent of APS, after I started feeding families, the principals were gun-ho, right? So the principals, these are schools on the west side, Bankhead, you know, where all your TIs and killer mics are from. These are schools where these kids make, their family makes under 20000 a year, and between four to six people are in each household. So as everyone knows, that's less than $1,300 a month. There's no way you can live off that. Rent is like $1,500. So when I started delivering the meals, man, the looks on these families' faces, and reminded it's a steal with me under a couple hundred dollars, man, literally. And I'm driving to these families' houses, and they're lighting up. I'm sending the picture to the superintendent thinking she's going to get me some resources. She tells me to stop. She says, Keith, you're going to get killed. You're a leader in the community. We need you. Let this pandemic thing. Well, I don't think it was called a pandemic at the time. They were like, let this virus blow over. But I couldn't, Alex, you know, because you know how it is. It's like the camp, man. Seeing mm -hmm. those young people's face light up, that's, right. that's priceless. Yep. So I kept doing it, right? We probably did about 11 families. And this is people just hitting our Instagram DM saying, hey, I heard you have food. Do you have any more? And, man, I kept feeding. And then that Sunday, just like today is a Sunday, the superintendent of APS at the time, she said, Keith, you need to shut it down. She said, in two weeks, this will be all blown over, and you can go back to serving the way you serve. And I said, well, Doc, you know, that's why I don't work for anybody. You can't tell me what to do. I got to keep feeding. So she said, man, you're so crazy. So Monday morning, she called me and said, I'm going to go ahead and fund you. So she funded us 25000 So out of all the years of serving, that was by far my largest single donation, right? She gave us 25000 out of the money from United Way. 
And then later on that week, um, they gave us ten thousand from money from T-Mobile. So now we're at thirty-five grand. And then the next week, I get a fifteen thousand dollar donation from Senator Kelly Loeffler, and she becomes famous because of the, the you know the racial tension with turning all the states blue and red and all this stuff. I had no idea about right. So I get to 15. Now we're at 50, guys. We've decided to be 20 families a week. Then a week later, her husband calls. Her husband is Jeff Stretcher. He's the chairman CEO of the International Currency Exchange and the New York Stock Exchange. So now you got this kid from College Park who's worked with the likes of Ezekiel Elliott, who's now the highest paid running back in NFL history. I think he still holds that title. And then, you know, we've done camps up in Denver with Super Bowl champions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm still just a servant heart, right? But then now I get this stock exchange call. And I'm blown away, guys. So I can tell you I'm riding up Peachtree, and he asked me did I have a moment to talk. And I said, shoot, I got 10 moments. So he said, man, I commend you. He said the same thing you were just saying, Alex. And next thing you know, he said, how much it will it take to keep this going? And I told him how we had raised $1,700. I didn't give him any fluffed-up story because I don't believe that gets, gets you anywhere. Man, next thing you know, we did him a proposal for a million and some change, and he approved it and sent the wow. first 200000 in 48 hours. Wow. So hey, I Keith, literally went from – yeah, go ahead. Keith, I don't mean to cut you short. I think we had a, a special guest calling in as well. You, uh, I don't know. Are they still on the line? Yes, we have a very special guest on the line. Okay, I, I, it is Father's Day. We're about ready to go to the break. We've had Keith Lewis on. Uh, okay. I, I don't know who's coming on the phone. Go ahead. Hi, hi, Keith and Joe and Alex. This is Bernadette Rico. Um, I'm sorry to cut in on you, but I just wanted to read this poem. It's Father's Day, and I just wanted to... This is just for all the great men out there. To, to the dads who cared during hard times, and cheered for us in the good ones, to the men who showed us what it means to work hard and show up constantly, to the father figures who offered us timely advice and practical support, to the men who continue to support, encourage, and inspire us. Thank you for showing us what it looks like to be a godly man. You are seen you are called, you are valued, and you are loved. Thank you for being great dads. And Dion also wants to say, Happy Father's Day. Wow, man. You talk about and that's thank my, you. No problem. <laughs> love, you, you love you guys. Hey, that's my beautiful wife, Keith. She was on hold. Wow. I had to make sure. That, that poem really sums up a lot. And, and I love you, honey, and I love you, Dion. We'll see you soon. We love you, too, and thank you to all the awesome men out there. We you love you, it, babe, babe, and you're one of them. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you, baby. Uh, that just that was beautiful. Hey, Keith, so let's hey, get... That's, that's strong right there. It's yeah, that, that's what right? being a father is all about right there. Right. That's thank absolutely. you, baby. It's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Keith, uh, that's a fantastic story. Let's get down to uh, July 11th over at uh, Savvy Event Center, uh, located at 4991 West 80th Avenue, West Michigan, Colorado. 80030 and a big shout out to Ray Luviano, the operating partner down there that's allowing this event to happen for Alexander Johnson. Come meet Alexander Johnson on July 11th. Autograph signing Sunday fun day with open bar. Come hang out from 2 p.m. till 6 p.m. and the signing will be from 3:30 to 5 p.m. And also, don't miss your chance to win a $10,000 wedding reception 
all the links will be up not only on the Savvy Event Center page, but the Facebook Final Word page, MileHighSports.com. We're going to be pumping that out as much as we can. Can you elaborate a little bit on this, how this whole thing came out together with uh, Alexander Johnson? Because this is pretty cool how it's been uh, it's coming together. And with people like Ray Luviano, a God-fearing man as well, uh, this is going to be a fantastic event, probably just as well as, as good as the uh, No-Fly Zone Skill Camp. Yeah, man, it, it was crazy because, you know, ever since the camp, I always look to see who's on the Denver roster so I can do some other events up there. And then, you know, a Alexander Johnson, I call him AJ, you know, that's nephew. You know, he, he's from Gainesville. He went to Tennessee. And he was the first person I ever recruited when I was trying to get into sports management back okay. in 2015 or 14. So I've been a friend of AJ and Miss Vivian, his mother, for for the whole time, his uncle, his brother. So when he got picked up by the Broncos after his, you know, collegiate career and he had a situation, sure. he, he actually used to work some of our camps for us. Like, I remember him working our first father, a father first camp. So when he became a, a star player for Denver, I, I immediately reached out to Ray Wack. And when he was picked up by Denver, I reached out to Ray to set up something but, you know, it took two years because, you know, Alexander had – wait, AJ had to grow into Alexander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now so now he's become a prominent figure, and Ray bought this savvy event center, this beautiful center, man, and it just came together. He said, all right, Keith, you know, you're killing it with Father First. Let's get back together because Ray was who put, you know, invested in those savage unicorn types. So once we learned that the world was going to open back up, Ray had this beautiful event center, and guys, if you haven't seen it, it is immaculate. So, you know, his background is construction, so that thing is built up tip-top shape. So I told him about Alexander. By now, he knows about him, of course. So we went ahead and booked this thing with Alexander. We're going to have his Chief Beats merch, and the signing is actually from 3 to 5. The the event is from 2 to 6, and the signing is from 3 to 5. So, you know, we're just excited. And then Ray said, man, let's let's make this special for someone. Let's raffle off a chance to win a $10,000 wedding. And if anybody has been wed, wed before or married before, you know that can get expensive. Oh, he, yeah. He's decking the place out for, two. I think, up to 200 guests with the food, the, the, the decorations, the venue. I mean, from my understanding, all you got to do is bring your groom and your bride and bring your family, and, you know, you got yourself a wedding. He might even be throwing in the pastor. <laughs> wow. Hey, now, I'm going to tell you this because we would really like it if it's okay and you talk to Alex, but it'd be great next week if you could have him and you come back on. Yeah. We'd love to talk with you and him. He's he's really – I love his story. Alex and I – Alex interviewed him coming off the field about four years ago, coming off – Three years in, ago. Three years ago yeah. when he first got here, and we bonded with him ever since. You talk about somebody who's got one heck of a story himself. It's that young man, and we would love to just sit and, and chop it up a little more. We are at the end of our show. Uh, maybe we can have, so have Ray yeah, on yeah, as well Yeah, next it'd be week. great. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you need from us, man. Whatever we love you and, and what you stand for. We love your foundation, and we are so excited for July. 11th it's been all over our page already and alex is going to triple ramp that up we'd love to have you back on next week when we have some more time yes sir man thank you guys and happy father's day to everyone and thank you for everything that you do consistently providing excellence in the media platform i appreciate you guys god bless you keith and we appreciate you we're looking forward to july 11th that's keith lewis jr i'm a father first and he doesn't just walk the walk he talks the talk Absolutely, Joe. He really does, and I just really enjoy his presence, his 
his vibrant attitude and what he wants to do in his life, and it really shows. And uh, well, I'm really proud to be part of this project as, as well with Ray Luviano. And not only that, man, I'm proud to be yeah. a part of this program. Yeah. You know, the final word has become such a special part of my life, and I just want to say what an incredible lineup today. Our thanks go out to Todd Romero from Altitude Sports Entertainment, our good friend Anilo Piro, uh, you know, MyLifeSports.com, but not only that, Denver Sports Betting blowing up at 11 o'clock. We are 11, 1120, Joey B. Our good friend at 11, Stephen Blair. 1140, Gil Whiteley, Whiteley So. 12 o'clock, Dr. Eric Natkin. 1220, Bill Foss. And we close the show with the great Keith Lewis Jr. A big shout out to my beautiful wife, Bernadette. You did a great job on the poem, baby. One of the best moments I've ever had in radio. And of course, I'm going to get ready to go spend time with my family. You got your your father. You're going out to Texas Roadhouse, yeah, baby. steak, Joey. Eat hey, steaks. Miguel Ramirez Jr., thank you. Happy Father's Day, buddy. Thank Senior. you for all you and do Junior. for me. Yep. And uh, God bless you so much. You take care. Uh,